Hey, hey, family, welcome back to the Spoiled Milk Podcast. I am one half of the dynamic duo. I am DJ. I want to say what's up to my co-host, Big Mike. What up, man? Hey, they DJ. How's it going today? Uh, everything is good, man. Everything awesome. is good. Just trying to stay cool in this, you know, uh, hot summer on Mustafar. So that was my line. That was my line. I'm in the south. It should be nice and cool up there. Y'all should be what, like mid seventies, early eighties, or so. No, we have been in the nineties for like for the most part of the last two weeks. Upper eighties and nineties, high nineties for the last two weeks. So that's not fair for 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 y'all to have our summer and your winter all yeah. at the same place because here our our cold weather is laughable for for you Michigan folks. <laughs> but uh, y'all shouldn't have our heat too. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it is, but it's cool though, man. It's all right. Give you a chance, you know. We uh, yeah. we know they call Minnesota the Great Lake State, but honestly, we have lakes all over the place here. So, oh yeah, you, you know, we got lakes, so it, it makes it nice in the summertime. We get out and all that good stuff, so it's cool. I, I, I'm not complaining too much because we'll be uh, in Winterfell here in a few oh, months. Much. So pretty much. <laughs> See here, our our winter is more of a suggestion. Winter is. Winter is uh, January and February. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, we, that's it. We, oh yeah, wow. we've had quite a few recent within the last fifteen years. I say sixty-five to seventy-degree Christmas days here. Wow. Christmas day that's... is light jacket weather for us. Wow, that's uh. Well, I, well, usually around Christmas. For well, for the last few years, it hasn't gotten real cold here, but. It's usually it's, it's usually all right, but anyway, enough about weather, man. Nobody's oh, yeah. here for that. Let's let's get into all, all the geek related stuff uh, that we got uh, going on. We're gonna start off uh, honestly with a little bit of news. Uh, okay. Can't wait for the new Predator to come out. Uh, <laughs> it Predator called it's called Predator Prey. Of course, and it is. It, it's rated R. Uh, which is a good thing for a Predator movie. We thought, you know, at least the conversation around most people was, you know, what is it going to be rated now that Disney has it? Uh, you know, and I'm glad to say that it's going to come out with a uh, R, R, uh, R rating on, uh, and I believe it's on Hulu, which is a, a subsidiary of Disney. Uh, and oh, they're gonna okay. come out with an R rating. I'm feeling really good about this. Have you have you got a chance to watch the trailer yet? I, I actually haven't. Um, I re- I just recently heard about it. I'm sort of skeptical. I mean, my first question is why. My second question is why another predator, which is the same as the first question. I mean, I love the first one. I'm a huge Schwarzenegger fan. Schwarzenegger was one of my childhood heroes. I really loved the the second one with Danny Glover. I thought that was cool to take it to the city, take it from the jungle to the city. And I haven't really kept up with a lot of them through the years. I remember the one with Sanaa Lathan when she and the Predator seemed like they almost had a romance at the end of the movie. Oh my God, yes. And I thought that was absolutely terrible. And I pretty much jumped off the ship at that point and hadn't really revisited too many Predator movies since then. But... I don't know. I mean, if it's a stream on Hulu, and I currently have Hulu, I'll. I'm. I'm not saying that I won't. I pull it up. I'll probably check it out. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily going to change any plans or get excited. But yeah, if I'm channel surfing and boredom hits, yeah, I'll. I'll. I'll pull it up and check it out. 
So th- this one looks good. Uh, okay. it, it somewhat takes it, at least from my view of the trailer, it somewhat takes it back to its roots, uh, where they're not. It's not all this, uh, you know, cutting edge technology. Uh, but you gotta check out. It's, it actually looks good. They're fighting uh, back in the days of Native Americans. Okay. Uh, so that's that's going to be the main uh, the, the main uh, 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 antagonist or, or protagonist is a young Native American girl. So uh, they're, they're going back then. Now the the thing I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, how's this going to work? Yeah. Because they're using you know using arrows against arrows. Yeah. Exactly, arrows, tomahawks, <laughs> and the yeah. like against uh, alien technology and armor, which doesn't really work out. Now, have you saw the other one with Adrian Brody, Predators? No, I haven't seen. Well, no, I, no, I, I saw. Well, I saw five minutes of one of them. It had Morris Chestnut in it, and I don't remember which one that was. I think this okay. was the scene when they got rid of Morris Chestnut. As a matter of fact, I was. Channel okay. surfing one night and pulled that one up, but he was yeah. in a Predator movie. I, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that was. I'm pretty sure that was that was Mars Ricky Chestnut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, well, well, this one stars Adrian. It's really good. It's really okay. good. I'm. A, you know, I think I can share it through uh, Vudu or uh, movies anywhere. Okay. Because I had it. I bought it like years ago. I actually think I went to the uh, show. To see it, and but anyway, it's really good. It's okay. it's really really good. It's it's not a bad film at all. So I'll send it to you. It's it's worth watching. Okay. Uh, sure. And basically, sure. the premise of that is is that the tr- predators take people and put them on the world where they hunt people. So okay. yeah, it's wow. it's really good. And hopefully, I'm not spoiling it for anybody. But this is called spoiled milk. So oh, definitely. You know, hopefully, yeah. uh, people can deal with it. But anyway, but uh, the the new Predator Prey comes out April 5th. Uh, I'm sorry, not April, August 5th. Okay. Looks really, really good. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and then I'm gonna, I want you to talk about something because I gave up on watching. Okay. Uh, the boys here. <laughs> Right, so I want to kind of give you some time to talk about the boys, and and you've seen Top Gun, I haven't seen it, so oh yeah, uh, that's on my list. I got to make it out to see it, but I want to give it to you to talk about boys and, and Top Gun. Okay, all right, great. Okay, well, um, Boys season three is interesting. Um, for anybody that's watched it, if you watch season one, you know you saw the. I want well, yeah. I don't think anything that's three years ago is a spoiler now. I mean, there's there's got to be a statute of limitations. Yeah. So when when you saw season one, and uh, you saw Hugh's girlfriend get get you know so fantastically killed, you know when when the um, I'm trying to think of the dude's name now, the the speedster, the Flash clone that's on the boys when he runs through her and she explodes. You A-Train, much, right? A-Train, thank you. Yeah, yep, thank that's you. it. Yeah, you pretty much saw that this show was going to be shocking and they're going to push the limits. And season three pushes the limits even more. They have quite a few things on there that you might not want to necessarily experience. It's definitely something that you want to put the kids to bed for. Um, Butcher, the language has, has gotten worse. The shock value has picked up. They have a brand new character on there called Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is played by 
of one of my favorite actors, Jensen Ackles from Supernatural fame. Okay, Dean yeah. Winchester plays Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is basically the boy's version of Captain America. He's the all-American hero. He was a super, super hero. He was very heroic. He fought in the wars. He fought in World War II and Vietnam. And just like Steve Rogers, he disappeared for a long time. Okay. That's the that's the spoiler, but he he disappeared. I won't give any details. And now he just reemerged in the or he just reemerged in the next to the most recent episode. Okay. All right. So season three is interesting. They're probably halfway through the season, maybe a little bit over half. I think they've done six episodes. I'm assuming they're gonna do about ten. And if you've watched the first two and it didn't it it it, it didn't make you run for the hill, so to speak. Season three is something you could definitely check out. It's if you're sort of on the border after you finish season two about, yeah, I don't know if I want to go any further with this, then you might want to steer clear. If your tolerance meter was back a little bit and you think, yeah, I can take a little more of the nonsense and where they're taking this to, then yeah, they have some pretty good plot points that were introduced, some pretty pretty big curves that you didn't see coming have have kind of come in and season three is definitely definitely worth watching i would i would say yeah if your tolerance if your pain tolerance hadn't gotten too high for it check out season three and and see and that's where i'm at right now right like i i know uh most of the 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 story i've read like more than half of the comic okay uh, because it went on for years right and it was even times reading the comic where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. And then finally, uh, it was after, I think, the Herogasm storyline or right around that time. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much the same way with uh, the show right now because I haven't, after season two, and then they said they were going to explore the Herogasm. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Because uh, the yeah. boys feels to me, it feels to me like, the, the people who are like really jaded because of like the all the Marvel movies and they want more. They want more violence. They want more adult content. They want more gore. And I know it's a, a large fan base for that. But as for me, like I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm good. I, yeah. I don't need to really, I don't need to explore this any further. I don't need to explore this any deeper. Uh, I know most of the, the, the story points from the comic and I'm good knowing that. Now I, I really don't need to know anything else i'm fine uh but i i can see where the appeal is because it's a lot under it's a lot of layers in the boys uh, a lot of story layers a lot of things i'm like okay that's interesting or that's good even though they've changed a lot of things from the comic for the show it's a lot but as for, like you know someone like me i'm like yeah i'm good i'm done i'm done i'm out I'm, yeah I just, can't, I, I just can't i can't do it anymore i just can't <laughs> I could I could definitely see that and I'm okay with the with the with this being more violent than the Marvel movies. And the only thing is is, is that I really think they've sacrificed some of the story for the shock value. Okay. It's almost like at this point, or I could this could have been somewhere in season one and two, but it's gotten to the point that you don't really take it seriously because yeah. they have so much gore so much sex now so much language that it's almost like it's harder to take it seriously as a show 
because you know it's so much crazy stuff going on it's almost like if you're watching a marvel movie or if you're watching a quote-unquote regular show Mm -hmm. you know you're wondering if your hero is going to make it or if your hero is not going to make it you really i to me i have to have a rooting interest if i'm watching game of thrones i was really pulling for for john snow or if i'm watching snowfall then i'm really pulling for franklin or i'm Mm -hmm. definitely pulling for whoever the character is these characters are so flawed on the boys it's almost like who is the hero you know are people really really vested in hoping that billy butcher gets revenge on on um Highlander, not a Highlander. Uh, Homelander. Homelander, thank you. Homelander. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really gets revenge on Homelander. Do we really care about Huey that much? And and it's almost like, yeah, it's like they've sacrificed the story for the shock value. It's, it's harder to take it seriously. It's, it's kind of like, and I'm not sure if you played Grand Theft Auto and Saints Row. Mm-hmm. Saints Row was supposed to be the Grand Theft Auto version that was lighter and more humorous and kind of silly at the same time. Yeah. Take away some of the seriousness of Grand Theft Auto. And it was a cool game in and of itself, but it was never quite game quite the same as Grand Theft Auto. And I think that's a similar parallel of Marvel versus the boys. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I agree with that to an extent, right? Because you don't want it to be where death means nothing. Right? You, you don't want it to be where uh, it is, it is, it's a thing that it's, it's, death is like a minor inconvenience. Right. But you also don't want it to be so extreme where you're just like, okay, who are, you know, the protagonists? Who are the antagonists? Uh, who are, you know, you know, is everybody going to die? Who's going to live? And, yeah. You know, you kind of got to have a happy medium. And the best shows do that. The best shows... Uh, do give you uh, protagonists that are strong and you're really rooting for them to stay and succeed and do all this, yet you do know that anything can happen and they they operate in a dangerous world, a dangerous environment. Uh, so, you know, it kind of takes a little bit of both. Uh, and, and to me, that would be, you know, and, and I've kind of you know, ripped this apart before, but almost in a sense... Like, you got Marvel on one side, and then you have shows like The Boys. And somewhere in the middle, you have, like, the Snyderverse, if that makes okay. sense, right? Okay. Right. It's not super hopeful, but it's not super bleak. Right. Uh, it's it's I can't say it's executed very well. Like, that's the difference between even uh, Marvel's, uh, well, before. We'll kind of get into that later. But Marvel shows and their movies with even something like the boys you, you got good execution on both sides at least you know prior to uh spider-man no way home or prior to uh avengers endgame you had great execution with marvel uh and we'll kind of get into that a little yeah. bit but yeah but okay all right so the so the boys uh you know it's pretty much it sounds like it is what it is and you know it, at it least is for me, what it is yeah, yeah i kind of walked away at the right time for me <laughs> Basically, so right. Um, it, you know, I would say, from from what you've said, and you know, being so familiar with the comics, it pretty much is what you thought it is. Yeah. You know, it's it's about 
you know, I would say, you know, if you were going to say season two was as, was as high as you want to go with it, then yeah, that was a good time to kind of jump off the off the ship. And I have no idea what season four is going to be like. And I'm assuming as long as the viewership or the streamership, I'm not sure if that's a word, but as long as it's, it's getting good streams on Amazon Prime, they would definitely do a season four. And it's... It's fairly predictable. You know, they have a couple things that I didn't really see coming and I'm not really familiar with the comics and I think that's that's a little a little better. It's the opposite of my experience with The Walking Dead cuz I knew, you know, I knew about Glenn, I knew about Negan, I I knew about Lucille the baseball bat and all of the things up to a point, you know, because they sort of sort of veered away from the comics as well at a certain at a certain point. But yeah. But yeah, it's a cool show. You know, if, if you can stomach all of the gratuitous violence, sex, and and language, and I really think the boys versus DC or versus DC and Marvel is more like satire. You know, because Homelander is a is a satirical Superman, and and then you have Maeve, who is like the twisted Wonder Woman, and we mentioned A Train is a twisted version of the Flash, and Soldier Boy is Captain America gone bad and yeah it's really hard to find any kind of line between good versus bad they're just basically just a bunch of people with superpowers tossed in there and they don't have any uh, super villains per se they have the evil good guys and it's kind of a weird show but it's entertaining and it's something that I'll, I'll, I'll definitely finish out this season uh, and you know what? I, I, I kind of want to take that back because as I think about it a little bit more, it's not so much that DC is in the middle of that. I would say more so Invincible Okay, would be more in the middle. Like you got the blood, the violence, right? Right. But you also have the lighthearted moments and you have yeah. a very fine line between who is good and who is bad. Now, in future seasons of Invincible, that probably will be blurred a little bit. Right. But even reading the comic book, you know, like, all right, like this person's pretty much evil and you know who it is. And that's that's an example of a great melding of the two. But you said something I kind of want to get back to and lead us to our next show. Okay. Um, we kind of need to do a, a slight, uh, just talk about slightly, is you said viewership, which we, we, we kind of <laughs> called this one. We called it, we called it, we called it. We called it. This is why you guys listen. This is why you all stay and follow us. We called it Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. Uh, lowest viewership of any uh, Marvel series on D- D- uh, M- uh, Disney+. Plus. Wow. Lowest viewership. Wow. Uh, that's it's lower than Hawkeye, lower than Moon Knight, lower than the Falcon or Soldier, lower than oh, yeah. WandaVision, yep. lower than... Did I miss any? That miss any uh, yeah, I, Loki? That's it. Yeah, Loki, Hawkeye, Wonder. What if? Yeah. What if? I miss what if. What if? Yeah. yeah. That it's lower than all of those, and it's and not surprising whatsoever. It's not. It's it's not. It's it's yeah. pretty much, you know, from that first. And I'm I'll, I'll go out on a limb here, and say the She Hawk is probably gonna follow suit. Yeah, I would I would definitely say that too. The only thing with She-Hulk that I might would say would make it possibly quite possibly quite likely better than Ms. Marvel is we will probably get a get a Ruffalo cameo I'm hoping 
Yeah, he's in the trailer. Yeah. He's in right. the trailer, so he'll be he'll be on the show and Abomination will be on the show. Yeah, so that that might be decent. That's, my my biggest problem with Miss Marvel is that they changed her powers. Yep. You know, yep. to try to get me to be vested in a teenage girl's life, you know, I mean it's it's basically gonna be what saved by the bell and she has superpowers. So, you know, <laughs> Kelly Kapowski can stretch exactly. out. Lisa Turtle might might be one of the guest stars on there. That's it. She's a scroll. That's it. Yeah. AC Slater's a scroll. That's AC Slater's a scroll. You know, so to 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 give us Saved by the Bell and to get you interested in a high school girl with I don't even know what her powers are and the the whole thing with we changed her powers because they were too similar to Mr. Fantastic. That just seemed to be one of the numbest excuses ever because if you thought her powers were too similar to Mr. Fantastic, aka Reed Richards, mm-hmm. why create her in the first place or why why give her a show? I mean, if you wanted another fairly popular, not super popular character to wrap a series around, why not give us the Submariner? Why not give us Wolverine, that would be an awesome way to introduce some of the X-Men is give us a, a Wolverine show. You or they anything else. Anything. I, I think my... So, so Disney has... First of all, Disney has a villain issue, right? Yeah. They, has, they have a huge villain problem. Yeah. And this totally is pretty big. much... This is pretty much where it is. Because Disney is not... Uh, at least Marvel is not building up their villains the way they need to. I right? Totally we agree. we get these shows and these villains are subpar. Yeah. Which in order to have a great hero, you have to have a great villain. You look yep. at Moon Knight and, you, and most people say, "Okay, who is the villain?" It was Ethan Hawke in Sandals. That's yeah. not threatening. That's not, not that's threatening not whatsoever. That's not threatening. You yeah. go to you go to Hawkeye, right? Most of the time in Hawkeye he was fighting these no-name gangsters, right? Yeah. That's not a strong villain. You, you, not at all. When you begin to look at this stuff, right, you you need strong villains. And and what made Miss Marvel uh, such a draw? Like, okay, if you don't have a strong villain, then you need to have a hero that is very personable and likable. You need to have a hero that can draw the crowd in to say, okay, this is real good. So even if we go back to, let's go to Deadpool, right? Okay. Remember the first Deadpool? Yeah. Nobody really knows the villain from that movie, right? Yeah. Nobody, you know, nobody. However, the hero, you know, quote unquote with Deadpool, hero was likable. His personality oh, yeah. by itself yeah. can draw you in and make you want to see it. So much so, that even in the second movie, you know, yeah, they brought in Cable, yeah. but people were there for Deadpool. They were there for Deadpool. And yeah. then they gave us an awesome juggernaut, and of course you got Colossus, which yeah. is great. I didn't see that with Miss Marvel. I didn't see a character, and Miss Marvel is one of those characters you're like, okay, I really like this character. Like when you read the comic book or you even see her on some of the cartoons or whatnot, she works well as a character just based on her personality, who she is. Yeah. And, and and that's one of the things, like, none of that was delivered in the trailer. So it's no surprise to me that the viewership is like, okay, who? Like, this ain't gonna work. 
pretty much. And I just kind of wonder the the whole thought of giving her her own series because that was a great point you made. She's a great character. She's a great member of the team. If you mm-hmm. look, because my experience, my first experience with her, basically only experience with her, is the PS5 Avengers game. You okay. know, she's a pretty cool character, and her powers are pretty neat. I mean, the, her Reed Richards powers are pretty awesome with the, you know, the elongated limbs and and the super punches and all this kind of stuff. I was looking forward to them doing that on on screen. And yeah, it was that was an excellent point you made. She's a good character to have as part of your team. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the Avengers, let's say and this might be a terrible, a terrible analogy, but I'm going to toss it out there anyway. If you look at the Avengers as a great Chinese buffet, mm-hmm. you have certain characters like Captain America and Iron Man. Those are the main entrees. That's your shrimp and broccoli. Yeah, that's your chicken and broccoli. That's the thing that you're gonna fill up on. You're and me you have to, right uh, oh, no, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. And and you have your Hawkeyes and some other characters that are cool, but they more of your spring roll. You know, you're not yeah. going to go to the Chinese buffet and eat 15 spring rolls and then go home. You know, you <laughs> might put one spring roll on there next to your whatever with rice. And I don't think Captain Marvel, no, not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel was a big enough character. To give us a whole series on, especially when you're going to basically switch your powers up and make it not be what you were expecting, and and on top of that, you got the whole Dawson's Creek slash Saved by the Bell element. I mean, is her biggest villain going to be some girl who was mean to her, you know, prom week or something like that, or the homecoming queen who was mean to her? I mean, yeah, I it was just really nothing about that show that was saying, yeah, go ahead and push that button and. And pull up Disney Plus and let's see Miss Marvel. And you kind of got to work. You have to work that in in such a way where it works. Yeah. Because if if you go to high school, like these got to be like likable high school kids, and mm-hmm. like you can't sell it as that unless it's like really solid and really good. It worked with Spider Man because Spider Man mm-hmm. has always worked within that vein of the genre. And oh, then totally. not only that, it's Spider Man. Everybody yeah. loves Spider-Man. You know, yeah. you could throw him in high school and okay to work. But what made it uh, palpable is that you had other high school people in there that, and it made it feel real. So if you go back to uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming or mm-hmm. uh, Far From Home or No Way Home, these are still, uh, you know, at least they're portrayed as high school students, but they're likable. They're funny. It works. And then not only that, they're not spending all their time in high school. Right, that's true. They're, you know, Spider Man is fighting real villains. Yeah, and on top of that, you get you know you get some witty banner and stuff like this. So it's not really what we get with Miss Marvel. I was, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's not to say it could be honestly, it could be like the best thing since sliced bread. But I believe the marketing for these shows or these shows in themselves have gotten us diminished returns. To the point where I'm like, okay, does Marvel know what they're doing? Uh, I know they know what they were doing with phase one through three. But phase four, it seems like it's all over the place. I it's, think it's all over the place, too. 
it, it's all yeah. over the place. And that, it pretty much brings us to where we're at right now, right? Like, I'm going to jump right into it. We're not even going to talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder. We, we hope that's going to be good. We hope, I, I really hope it's going to be good. Because, hoping, hoping. You yeah. know, Chris Hemsworth, you're carrying the franchise right now. You know, it's on Spider-Man's shoulders. Now yeah. it's on uh, uh, Thor's giant shoulders. Yeah. And uh, hopefully this, this will work out. But uh, let's talk about Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. Let's Multiverse Boogaloo, it. yeah. Yeah. Now that yeah. it's out on streaming, we, <laughs> you and I both went to the show to see it. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's out of streaming. Uh, anybody who has Disney Plus now, they can pretty much see it. So whether they want to go to the theater or not, you can just click, at the click of a button, watch it. Uh, so we want to talk about this, and we're going to dive all the way in full spoilers all right so oh, yeah, full spoiler spoilers. warning okay. for their, this yeah and uh if we got time we're gonna get into obi-wan as well but let's dive right into dr strange oh, yeah. too definitely press press pause right now and go watch it on disney plus and then unpause once you're finished um i was slightly disappointed i mean it was a good movie i, I take nothing from it it was a good movie but I really think it's hard to live up to all of the stuff that was said because you know, coming off off of the off of the Spider Man, and I'm always terrible with the taglines. I have to give my own Spider Man tagline. So this is the one following Spider Man goes on his senior trip. This is Spider Man, the three Spider Man. Okay, yeah, no, no way home, no way yeah, home. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this is this is Andrew and Toby come to hang out with Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, following that one, you know, this, you know, that introduces us to the multiverse. Let's us know that yeah, Disney, I mean, Marvel, uh Marvel has has acknowledged that there is a multiverse and they sort of touched on the multiverse a little mm-hmm. bit in what if as well. So we're going there and I heard so many things, you know, you had the trailer and it had Patrick Stewart's voice and that led all the discussion is of us is this where we see the X-Men? And then there were discussions over different characters that'll be introduced. So we did see Reed Richards, and we did see Black Bolt, and we did yeah. see Professor X. And it was a good movie. Um, I was a little, I was a little let down with Wanda being the so-called main villain. Oh my God! Yes, that yeah. was just. Uh, it felt lazy. So it felt very lazy. Because I want to know. All right, like none to me. A lot of the movie didn't make sense, right? Yeah. And, and we're in spoilers here, so I have no problem saying this. In the beginning, you get, you know, uh, the alternate, you get black and red Doctor Strange, okay? You get 1996 Chicago Bulls Doctor Strange. He's right. running through the multiverse with America Chavez, and they're running away from this creature who looks kind of reminiscent of Sleepwalker, right? So they're running through the multiverse, and they got to get to the, the, the golden book. I can't remember what the book is called, but they got to get to the golden yeah. book in order to, you know, I, I don't know, in order for her, in order for him to defeat this creature. And and then uh, the, the uh, you know, 1996 Chicago Bulls, Dr. <laughs> Strange is about to, uh, he, he understands that. He can't save America Chavez, so he wants to go, and he's like, all right, no one can have you. I got to kill you. And then the sleepwalker creature kills him, and then she's blasted off, 
into the multiverse because those are her powers to walk through the multiverse, right? Right. All right. Then she gets back to Earth, or she gets back to, and I have a problem with this six one six Earth, which yeah. I don't think the MCU should be six one six because the comic book universe should be six one six. The the MCU should be like six one seven or six one eight. Or five ninety two or two two seven. Yeah, it should be Mar- Marvel Universe two two seven with Mary, with Mary yeah. and Jack A. That's yeah. it. I, so right. So look. So yeah. she she gets to Marvel Universe six one six, and basically, their doctor, uh, uh, you know, six one six Doctor Strange is like, look, check this out. You know, uh, you know, this monster follows her through. He's basically got to kill this tentacle monster, and he's like, look, chill out here. In uh uh Kaolo, not Kaolo, wherever uh, they 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 have all the magic at, and he's like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna talk to Wanda, even though she's the same one who enslaved the town of people. Oh yeah, and and she done lost her mind, and she crazy. All oh, that's cool, whatever. All is forgiven. She gets a mulligan for that. I'm gonna go talk to her. Cause she's so not- he go <laughs> he goes to talk to her, and then she's basically like, all right. Okay, cool. Check this out. You know, don't come in here starting no mess. He like, don't worry about that. What you did in Ohio, it's Ohio. <laughs> Ohio sucks. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Ohio. We yeah. don't care about Ohio. And as you guys can see, that's right. I live in Michigan. We don't care. <laughs> Only thing good about Ohio is Cedar Point. That's it. Oh, the yeah. rest of it, I don't know about. All right. Anyway, <laughs> and then I heard they got some good cheese steaks in 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 Cleveland. But anyway, other than that. He's like, I don't care. It's Ohio. I got this this girl here from the multiverse who can walk through the multiverse. Uh, help me train her. And she's like, Oh, the multiverse. Okay. Ooh, and say. then she go all crazy. And basically, she's the villain. My question is this: If she's the villain, and he tells her about this, all right, who's sending monsters after her in the beginning of the movie? Yeah, pretty much. Who, who yeah. you know, if, if it is Wanda this whole time, then why is him him telling her about her, him telling uh, us about her or Scarlet Witch about her? That makes no sense. Whoever yeah. sent the monster for her in the beginning of the movie, they're still out there. They're still out there. And, that's, and unless, it, that's unless it's one of those stupid time loops that. <sighs> That it, you know, him telling her about it starts the whole process. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Her about it after it was already going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the her and, and and to piggyback off that, her her motivation of wanting to keep her fake twins alive. You know that that to me was one of the silliest points of the whole story because, and I never really understood. You know, as you said. She just took over this town. She made her own vision. She made her own false twins. Why does she need anybody's permission to keep doing that? And she wanted to basically I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what she was trying to do. Was she trying to go into an alternate alternate universe where the twins were were real boys and not Pinocchio wooden boys or I mean, the the whole thing wasn't really explained well, and it wasn't really executed well. It, it wasn't. None of this, honestly, none of this has been executed well, right? Because yeah. it, it, let's let's just use what we have already. All right, let's use what we have already. 
All right, based on Spider-Man No Way Home, you could be Spider-Man, but look different. Yeah. You could be Spider-Man and be different ages. You could yeah. be named Peter Parker, and then one, your uncle dies, of course, and then another, you know, your, your girlfriend dies, and your uncle lives for a while, and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can be black and be Spider-Man in one universe, you could be, uh, you mm -hmm. know, Latino, it, whatever. However, yeah. in Doctor Strange, he looks the same in yeah. every single multiverse. Yeah. He looks the same in every single one. I'm like, that makes no sense. That's crazy. No sense we, we set up already. It, it, it does not work. And then on top of that, it's like all the stories or all the lessons that Wanda learned in WandaVision, she was just like, oh, okay, doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm doing this again. And everybody's yeah. like, well, the dark hole possessed her. And all, oh, okay, all right. All right, so why hasn't she done anything else before now? Yeah. You know, yeah. why? It's, 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 the, it's the magic book's fault. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. It's the magic. What made you do it? The magic book. The magic, the magic book, book did made it. me do it. Yeah, <laughs> and on, on, on top of that, too, um, I've always had a problem with Doctor Strange, and this might be just me. Maybe maybe other people don't feel like this, but I've I've never thought Doctor Strange was the kind of character to carry a whole movie franchise. I would no. have liked to see more guest stars. I would like to see the plot toned down considerably away from the dark magic part of it. And I know, yeah, you know, you're, the Spoiled Milk family saying, but yeah, the dark magic, that's what we get from Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Sure, but as you said, coming off the most recent Spider-Man, we got introduced to the multiverse. We understood that there was the similar versions of these people in other multiverses. It's also similar villains as well. They could have easily have crafted out another reason that the multiverse was open, another reason that there are issues with the multiverse based on what happened in the Spider-Man movie, mm -hmm. maybe give us better guest stars. Because there was talk about, you know, some of the actors who had tried out for some of these roles being introduced in the multiverse. I was looking yeah. forward to seeing Iron Man played by Tom Cruise. I was looking forward to seeing Captain America played by, I can't remember who they said was going, who, who was the author of the cap. But do something like that. They, they could have even tied it back into Endgame. Because to me, if I have to go back to that awful Chinese buffet uh, thing the again, yeah. the reference again, I don't know if Doctor Strange is an entree. Doctor Strange might be some some egg drop soup himself. You know, he's yeah. a cool. He's cool to have doing your dinner. And we, we, we loved him in the Avengers movies. We loved him in, in our end game because he played a part. But he wasn't on screen the whole movie. You know, no. he just kind of jumped in in there. Yeah, you know, he, he played a, a good role. But to say that the whole film was centered around Doctor Strange, I don't know if he's a strong enough character. Now, Benjamin Cumberbatch is an awesome actor. I think he's great he at Doctor Strange. Yes. The way they've used him so far, it just kind of makes me question, you know, this movie especially. I think this movie had a lot of potential, but I just don't like the execution of it. 
No, it, I, I agree with you, right? And, and there are other... Doctor Strange works best as a part of the team. Right. He works best as a part of a team. I think his best performances uh, or um, as a character, his best parts are in Avengers. In yeah. both the Avengers movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, Endgame, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. I think he works best as part as a, of an ensemble cast. Now, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, in himself is a good actor. Right, yeah. but I think they don't have enough material to draw from for Doctor Strange to continue to be relevant. When you look at a character such as uh, Captain America, it's a reason why they went from uh, the first Avenger movie to Winter Soldier to Civil War. Those are large story beats for those char- for that character. Uh, very similar with Iron Man, where you went from his origin story. To uh, they, they they tried to play up demon in a bottle, but they didn't want to make Tony Stark an alcoholic. But you have those storylines with right. Doctor Strange. It's only one or two stories that I think of, which is one of them is Welcome to the Weird. Uh, and this movie didn't seem like his vehicle. It right. this movie more or less was, you know, Scarlet Witch goes crazy. That's Make that's what this up. movie was, yeah. and. And, and kind of backing up a little bit, I want to talk about the Illuminati. Okay. Right? Man, they went out like some chumps. And I and I Most understand definitely. I understand from a writing aspect, uh, or from a storyline aspect, you want to cement your character as being uh tough, right? You right. want to cement your character as being tough. You want to cement your character or, or the villain as being a credible threat. Uh I, I think there were some other ways of doing that without totally neutering all of the Illuminati. Because yeah. she went through them like a, a pile of ants to a Timberland boot. Right? She just yeah. washed all of them. Yeah. Just yeah. with yeah. no problem. Pretty much. I mean, this was basically Steven Seagal versus unnamed thug one through three. You know? Exactly. Beating them up in the bar on down, down a dark alley. And keep in mind, this is the same the same Illuminati that found the hook was too dangerous to stay on the earth. And they sent yeah. him to outer space that opened up that awesome World War Hook series. Mm-hmm. And I I was you know, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, okay, maybe this could segue into a World War Hook series or a World War Hook movie. Mm-hmm. Nah. Because if you're going to get rid of them in 17 seconds, basically, yeah. Because what? I mean, Black Black Bolt dropped like, dropped like a stone, and I can't remember what happened to Reed. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, man. how about yeah? How about we not tell her our powers? How yeah. about we not tell her that Black <laughs> Bolt can annihilate her with one word? How about that? How about yeah. we just not tell... They, they have learned... They defeated Thanos, for God's sake. Yeah. Have you learned nothing? Have you learned nothing? That was pretty much. That was pretty much. I was just like, come on, man. I'm sitting in the theater watching this. And I'm like, are you for real? Like, she snaps and Reed Richards come apart like a silly string. I mean, he just, bam, gone. Black Bolt, gone. Uh, And then uh, Captain Marvel and Peggy Carter, last two left. I was just like, come on, man. 
if yeah. she killed Black Bolt and Reed Richards at the snap of a finger, y'all have no, no chance. Basically, so whatsoever, yeah. none, zero chance. But and it seemed like it was no effort to tie this back into Endgame and Infinity War. They didn't say, well, you know, when Thanos was out, we were busy handling problems over here on on Mars. I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was no reference because that's what everybody's wondering: where were the X Men when all this was going on? Where was the Fantastic Four? when all of this with Thanos is going on. And this was was this was hopefully going to bridge the gap, start to start answering some questions, and did, did none of that. Yeah. And and on top of all of that, you know, I, I'd like to always judge movies by my urge to watch it again. I haven't really had that voice come in my head and say, hey, you can stream Doctor Strange Part 2 now. Why don't you go check it out? It's like, nah, because it's other stuff on, and... I'm really, I'm, I'm really afraid for Marvel. Um, yeah. Or, or should I, I say, I'm afraid for Disney properties in general. Because when Disney has bought up some properties that we used to love, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like when your favorite restaurant has been taken over by new management, and you go there, and your first time there, it's like the meal was pretty good, but it's just not like it was when, when, when George and them owned this restaurant. That's it. And, yeah. And that. That's pretty much where we're at. You know, I have, and this is not a popular saying. I know people uh, who, I've said this before, like, uh, at, you know, uh, around different people that I know. I'm like, Marvel should take a two, three-year hiatus. And they're like, what? What do you mean? I was like, you need to do, after Endgame, okay, I I can understand them wanting to make Spider-Man. I liked Black Widow for what it was. However, I think it came too late in the storyline. Right, yeah, most of but I thought they should at least took, uh, and and even if we can't get two years, give us a year. Yeah, give us a year to rebuild anticipation. Give us a year to bring stuff back out. Give us a year without Marvel. That way we can kind of level set. We can see where everything is going, and we can build the timeline back. Right. Yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't watched. Well, I watched Shang Chi again. Uh, with my family, okay, and that was okay. But I have no, I have no desire to watch it a third time. Yeah, uh, I hadn't I made had, it time number two yet. Yeah, I, I watched the Eternals. It took me forever to watch that. Yeah, uh, finally made it through that. I'm never watching that again. Yeah, that was just uh, okay. Spider Man: No Way Home. I've actually watched that one a couple times, but it's Spider Man, so you get a pass there. Everybody right. watches Spider Man a couple times. Uh, and then none of the other movies, Doctor Strange, I'm not watching that again. Uh, I, I just don't have a desire to watch a lot of this stuff again. I think you make an excellent point there because a lot of our Marvel movies have been rewatched. Yeah. The lesser ones have not. So I've, I've never watched Thor Dark World a second time. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, strike that. I did watch the second time when I went through and watched the entire timeline. But I have no desire to watch it again like outside of the timeline i didn't watch it again uh i've watched thor ragnarok a couple times yes yeah. captain america civil war captain america oh, winter yeah. soldier uh guardians of the galaxy has been watched multiple times you see where i'm black going panther here watch multiple black, times. black panther watched multiple Pretty times was multiple yeah yeah all, all of those i've watched even age of ultron yeah, I've watched a couple times, and the yeah. first event, you know, the first Avenger, I've watched those a couple times. However, I agree with you. I think 
Marvel is in the spot right now where, and I'm just going to say this, they're playing political correctness, right? Okay. And they're trying to do a lot of these political things, but they're sacrificing the story yeah. by trying to do a lot of social stuff. And I have no problem with social issues, right? Being an African-American man, I understand. Sure. We got to tackle social issues. But if your first responsibility isn't telling a good story, then you're not really making a movie. You're making a glorified PSA. Yeah. And that is one of the problems I have. I'm like, look, you guys need to make sure this story is good. You can put social issues in a movie. You can put social issues in a comic book. But if you don't have a good story to back it up or something to be the vehicle for this stuff, right. then I'm not going to watch it. I don't, you know, it can resonate with me as an right. African-American. However, if it's not a good story, guess what? People are not going to watch it. They're not going to support it. And I think that's what we find is happening with a lot of stuff. Yeah, me too. And, and to add to that, what looks to be on deck for the future isn't great. No, I mean, not. if you look at this new Thor, I, I, I'm I a huge Hemsworth fan. I think he's an outstanding Thor. Mm-hmm. But Natalie Portman, I've never been a Natalie fan. The last movie I thought she gave a great performance was The Professional when she was a little kid with her Leon. And, and I mean, let's she was Matilda. She was Matilda yeah, she was, in that. She was Matilda with the potted yeah. plant. Yeah. And, but that was still Leon's movie. I'm not excited to see Natalie wielding the hammer. I... Not at all. And from the stuff I've heard about Black Panther, God uh-huh. God bless Chadwick Boseman, if they can't do a decent movie without Chadwick, I think they definitely need to recast Black Panther. I'm, I'm not going to be presumptuous enough to say that's what he would want because I never met Chad. But from all the things I've heard about how he felt about the role, how he felt the importance of the role, he really felt the importance of that role not not just for African Americans but just for Marvel in general I think he would mm-hmm. probably be in favor of recasting and outside yeah. of those two movies I haven't really heard about when the next Guardians movie is coming out uh, they've killed off Iron Man Captain America went into the past and, and got with Peggy and now he's retired I, they can't make a the, the making the Hulk movie is so much red tape he can be a character, but they can't make a Hulk movie. I, have, I haven't heard anything concrete about when we're getting X-Men, when we're going to get uh, Wolverine in the X-Men or Wolverine solo movie. Uh, Deadpool is kind of up in the air. So the present looks kind of ho-hum, and the future doesn't look very good either. So it's, it's, it's almost like they're just being in kind of, a, kind of a holding pattern here. I have no idea what to expect you know, for the rest of the year going into next year with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I, I, I will say this. I'm I'm really hoping Thor is going to uh, knock it out of the park and be a good film. Uh, I, and I, it's a couple of reasons why I say that, and I believe it is. Uh, for one, we're getting the same uh, director from Thor 3, which I think of all the, the Thor movies, Three is probably the most refreshing and fun. Uh, I would agree. And, and, yeah, it, it was probably the most refreshing and fun. Uh, uh, Thor number one was kind of like paint by the numbers. Thor number <laughs> yeah. two, I don't know what the heck they were doing there in the dark world. 
Yeah. Uh, but three was very refreshing. It was fun. And we got some good action set pieces in it. So the same director is coming back, Taika Waititi, uh, okay. who, who's, he's also doing a Star Wars down the line. Uh, and I hope he doesn't make that too comedic. Uh, however, he's, he's coming back for uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Chris Helmworth is there, which is good. Uh, Natalie Portman. I, I don't have as much problem with Natalie Portman just because uh, I know what they do with that character in the comics. Now, I'm not sure exactly how they're going to meld all this stuff together. And then we got a, a solid actor in Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. Who I, I think he can be a good Gore the God Butcher. Now, I, I, the only thing I do hope is that they don't just throw this villain away. Uh, because this villain actually plants the seeds with who he is and what he has, his weapon, with a lot of stuff for the Marvel Universe down the road. Right. Uh, so I, I think, you know, if they bring all this stuff together, it can be really, really good. Uh, so I'm really holding out hope for this Thor. Uh, however, I I, I I just, in general, I agree with you, though. I don't think Marvel knows where they're going. And I'm really hoping they get this stuff together because I enjoy seeing these movies. I know a lot. I, I, am, I, I do have some superhero fatigue. We all do. Because uh, I do want to get back to us getting some other type of action movies as well. Right? Sure. So, like, there's some other action movies out there that I think are under the radar for a lot of people. And I guess I'll kind of uh, bring some of that stuff up and uh, what's on the shelf okay. uh, for some things that people might want to watch down the road. But I am afraid uh, for Marvel right now. Hopefully they can get it together. Uh, un- unlike what it seems like we're experiencing with Star Wars right now. Okay, on the <laughs> other side of the Disney mansion. Yeah, the so. other side of the mansion. Because it seems like to me, and let's let's dive into Obi Wan here. I know we're okay. we're pretty long winded, but we're trying to make up for a lot of weeks missed here. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So it looks like Star Wars right now is in a place where it's pretty much divided. Uh, it's like a house divided amongst itself. Cannot stand. On one side, you got uh, uh, the the Rebel Alliance. You got Dave Filoni. You got John Favreau. They're out here. They're trying to save the galaxy, right? They're out here. They're doing their thing. They're putting out some good content. All right. They're putting out the Mandalorian 1. They're putting out the Mandalorian Season 2. They're working uh, on on Cassian Andor show right now, which I think is... I think that's going to be the sleeper hit of the sun, summer. I think Andor is going to be the... I think it is, man. I, I think it's going to be the sleeper hit of the summer. <laughs> but you got them on one side, right? there. The, right, may right. the force be with you. They're, may they're the there. the force be with them, for real. And then on the other side, Kathleen Kennedy. You got Kathleen Kennedy. And her team, her team of inquisitors are going around just murdering the canon of Star Wars. Yeah. And if any series, if any series right now, I think represents a mixture of both of those, I think it was Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett represented a mixture of what we see with Dave Filoni mm-hmm. and John Favreau, as well as some of the meddling of Kathleen Kennedy. And I think that war has spilled over on the Obi Wan Kenobi series. I, think I so really too. do. I, I, I really, I, do. I most definitely think so. Um, 
from from on uh, here on, Kathleen Kennedy shall be renamed Kathleen Palpatine. She pretty <laughs> much serves the same role as the evil emperor. Yeah. Um, well done. Well yeah, done. Definitely. The point is Gryffindor. Oh, well yeah, exactly. Yeah, knowing she was responsible for those horrible sequels that seven, eight, and nine, that pretty much says it all. But, oh, but um, I I was disappointed with the Kenobi series. Now, a small caveat: Episode six was outstanding. I think that made up for a lot of the <laughs> other episodes. I would say if I was going to give it a, a letter grade, I was looking at maybe a D plus coming into episode six. Maybe they wrapped up at a B minus or so. No, you generous. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay. Well, I was thinking I was being harsh on the B minus, no, but no. but um, yeah, I I really think if someone if someone hadn't watched Star Wars, if this is a child and they're just getting into it, or this is somebody who just never had an interest in Star Wars and for some reason you tricked them into getting on the couch and watching some Star Wars. If they watched um, episode three and they saw the epic, still my favorite part of all I'm not going to even recognize those those sequels of all six great Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. The epic uh, Obi, Obi-Wan versus Anakin lightsaber battle and on Mustafar. Okay. If they saw that and then immediately saw the first three episodes of Kenobi and saw Obi-Wan afraid, not able to move a piece of paper on the table with the force, uh, hiding from from stormtroopers, shooting the the wall underwater to drown the stormtroopers instead of just taking the sword out, his uh, lightsaber out. They would be really thrown for a loop and perplexed as to how this guy who looks like possibly was one of the greatest Jedi. He didn't get the credit for it, but to come forward, and now he's timid and afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, was it, that was jarring. That was straight jarring. So, <laughs> you, you know me. We kind of talked about this before. I hated the series. I hated <laughs> it. I hated it. I hated it. I, I, I have... I am an Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, right? Yeah, me too. I'm, it's like certain Jedi, I am a fan of theirs. Okay, I, I am a fan of certain Jedi. Of course, Yoda being uh, one of the main ones. Uh, Mace Windu being another. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The, that's my Mount Rushmore of okay. Jedi. Now, I know some people, they have people like Plo Koon, they got Ahsoka, which Ahsoka is like right there for me as well, right? She's like right yeah. there. If I can add an extra head to Mount Rushmore, Ahsoka is right there. Some people may say Kane and Jairus, but you know, one of my favorites is Obi-Wan. And it's it's not just because I can I can kind of understand him and his lack of want to use the force, right? Because every Jedi Master that he knows has been slain. His life is on the line. They're hunting him down. Uh, I can I can give that part a pass because right. I kind of expected that a little bit going into it. I can give it somewhat of a pass. However, the storyline was horrible for the show. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't think they learned the lessons from the prequels. 
right? Like I know the peak prequels are getting a lot of pub now, uh, and and as it should. I think the worst thing about the prequels is a couple things. Jar Jar Binks. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, yes. Well, they learned that lesson. They didn't bring him back, which yeah, is good. Definitely. They didn't bring him back, so they learned that lesson. However, one was j- just things have to make sense. Yeah. Stuff has to make sense. I, I What George Lucas did with the prequels, he had a lot of great ideas. I can't say the execution was there until the third episode. Episode three is when it got a lot better, right? Yeah. It got, I mean, leaps and bounds. Episode yeah. one was boring, right? That that lightsaber duel with him, with uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan at the end, that was amazing, phenomenal. That's what saves that movie. Uh, the pot racing was good. That saved the movie. Uh, episode two, it was very cringy, cringeworthy. Right, the dialogue, yeah. uh, and it seems like all those par- problems converged on this series, and it looks like they just did not know what Star Wars was because none yeah. of this stuff—it it didn't make sense. For one, I I hated the young Leia character. I couldn't stand her. With the first yeah. episode when she's outrunning mercenaries, she's outrunning Jedi. She juking people. Out. It was the first or second episode. I don't remember. But she out there juking people up like yeah. she LaDainian and Thomason. You know, exactly. for the for the San Diego Chargers. She putting moves on people like she buried Sanders. I'm like, what is this? What's going on here? Like, this makes no sense at all. It, it was horrible. Then the dialogue was terrible. You know, the, the dialogue was just, it was just ham-fisted. And it's like nobody knew. What came before? It's it's it was like the showrunner was like, all right, I'm gonna read the crib notes version of Star Wars. Yeah, you can't do that with Star Wars. You can't just go in and say, okay, I think this should happen. I think this should happen. No, you gotta do your homework. All right. So for one, one thing that's always been uh, intimated in Star Wars is that Leia does not know who Obi Wan Kenobi is. Mm-hmm. The first movie, A New Hope, when she sends the message to through R2-D2, all right, she yep. sends the message. She says, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'm Princess Leia. You fought with my father in the Clone Wars. You did this with my father like she doesn't know him. Anybody who knows somebody say, hey, man, look, remember me? You yeah. saved my life on Tatooine. You know, yeah. you saved my life here. You brought me back to my parents. You met us on uh, uh, Alderaan and all this. I need your help. That's not what she said. That's not what you she know, said. That's yeah. not what she said. She doesn't say that. She doesn't know him. All right. And then he go. And first of all, whoever casted this girl as young Leia, this girl didn't look like she was 10 years old. This yeah. child looked like she was like six, seven yeah. at best. Yeah. At best, and I'm, yeah. I'm just, I, 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 so for one, I didn't, and God bless that child, right? Because sometimes we, we put too much pressure on these child actors. I don't blame the girl. I don't blame the little girl. I blame yeah. the casting director, and I blame the director of this movie, uh, of, the, of the series, right? Yeah, Deborah Chow. I blame, I blame her because this was not executed well. And, and then... And I'm gonna give it back to you because I, I just can't. I just can't right now. I just can't. I got so much. Like I can I can feel like what, what does Darth Vader say? Let that Papa Jane say, let the hate flow through you. Exactly. I am a Sith right now. I am a Sith. I am a Sith. And I'm just I I've I've fallen to the dark side, Big Mike. Help me, save me, 
Save me. I can, yeah, I can. <laughs> I can already see your eyes are starting to turn slightly orange there. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, with that layer casting, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. And I was half serious, half joking. I said, Leia, Leia needed a spanking. I mean, yeah. she was just an unruly little child. And it was a couple couple things that I, I kind of picked on that just seemed like it was just stupid now. Her father is pretty much, he's not the president of, of, of his planet. Well, he's basically like the the ruler. He's the the head guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bela Ghana is pretty much the man there. So how can she run outside of his house, out into what's essentially the front yard, and then get kidnapped by by some space pirates? I was I was I was saying if Joe Biden's grandkids came over and they unruly in the White House and they ran out on the lawn. That would be no way Secret Service would let kidnappers be out in the yard to pick up one of Joe's granddaughters. Yeah, so I th- I, th- I thought that was kind of stupid. And my the most cringeworthy part of the whole series with Leia is when when uh, they're on there with with Roken, I think it's Roken, also known as Ice Cube Junior, and those people. Yeah, and they have the problem with the with the oh, yes. the, the oh, roof of God. the shelter they went in and they couldn't take off and Obi-Wan says let Leia fix it and it hadn't been established yeah. she was any kind of tech genius exactly oh my god yeah yes. now yes. now young young Anakin they had already established he could fix anything he had made his own part racer he was pretty good with electronics he had made C-3PO mm-hmm. and he was older than young Leia was I think when they showed him in the part race but even with that, he didn't fix the ship. Like, remember when they remember when they get off of, uh, off of uh, Naboo? That was R two D two that engaged the hyperdrive, and then they they went somewhere else. He didn't fix the ship. He was just a good pilot. He knew some. Yeah. He knew some stuff here and there. He built a robot and he built his private racer because he, he had some you know, some connection with the force. And I know she has a connection with the force or whatever, but it it was just the execution of it. She was super annoying. It goes back to, remember how we had the conversation about raising Dion? Yeah. Yeah. I would have rather seen raising Dion than that. That's how (laughs) bad she was. She was just, she was on that same level. I won't say I'd rather seen that, but right. She was on that same level of annoyance. I'm like, no man, no. Why are y'all even doing this? And I guess it makes it worse for me in the fact that I've read some things like some comics that Marvel has done, uh, Star Wars comics by Marvel, Mm -hmm. uh, about Obi-Wan Kenobi being on Tatooine. Okay. And there are so many other ways they could have done this other than, all right, Leia gets kidnapped. All right, now she gets kidnapped. Now let's go find her. Like, the whole thing is, why... Why would they even? I, I and they explained it and, and helped me out here. Did they kidnap Lair to get Obi Wan's attention? Was oh, yeah. that the whole point? Yeah, that was that was on Reva's plan to kidnap Leia because because uh, she knew Bail Organa would would send Obi Wan to to get him, and 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 those little little um <laughs> those those incompetent kidnappers pretty much said that because uh, she was talking to one of the one yeah, of them right. one okay. of them was flea from the red hot chili peppers and she was talking with flea and they pretty much went over the plan kind of like 
like on um you know those those old cartoons when the villain explains the whole plan near the yes. end for oh, no reason. And they they pretty much pulled out pulled out one of those gargamel type scenes when uh, she was telling Flea, yeah, we we we're trying to catch Obi Wan and we figured we'd kidnap her because he'd come and get her. Yeah, Reva Reva to me was one of the one of the good characters. Um, I was glad to see she made it to the end. Hopefully, we'll see her in the future. I would say I'm trying to be generous here. I'm hoping to say it was more positive than it was negative out of this. I I really enjoyed that last episode, but the series as a whole wasn't great. No, and I'm I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for a season two because. Because I was hoping for the Darth Maul rematch. And, I mean, it's so much crazy stuff going on on Tatooine. They don't have any kind of, you know, lack of great villains or lack of great trouble for him to get into. Yeah, this series just wasn't what I was I was hoping for. Yeah, and, and see, the timeline doesn't match up, right? <laughs> it, it, Vader... Uh, Vader doesn't meet Obi-Wan again into New Hope. So yeah. they, they they just throw all that stuff because they want to use Darth Vader. They just wanted to use <laughs> Darth Vader. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, you, you can't just decide to say, okay, all this stuff that came before doesn't even matter. They yeah, could have, like you just said, used Darth Maul. They could have used Darth Maul and had him hunt down Obi-Wan on Tatooine, or Obi-Wan go meets him at a, 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 a old Sith temple, and then they fight. That's fine. I would have had no problem with that. But yeah. you, they, they end up having to shoehorn a bunch of stuff in just to make it fit in their logic of, oh, we're going to use Darth Vader. That's stupid. That makes no sense. All right? And even with Reva, it makes no sense with that character. I think Moses Ingram did a good job. She right? Did. Uh, I think Ewan McGregor did a good job. I think most of these actors and actresses, most of them did a good job with what they had. I think the script was horrible. It was poor. And it made Obi-Wan less of a character in my sight, right? Like, they tried to redeem him in that last episode with him using the Force and then his Force powers overpowering Darth Vader, which made no sense at all. Or even the Inquisitor <laughs> questioning Darth Vader on the, on the, uh, on the, uh, at, at the, uh, in the, um, control room of the Star Destroyer. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, he's not going to choke him up for that. He just said, oh, oh we yeah. can't do this. And, you know, not going to choke him up. That didn't make any sense. Right. So they could have <laughs> used Darth Maul and it would have made sense in the timeline because Darth Maul is an older person. Obi-Wan is older now. You can use somebody like that. Why not bring back Ray Park, right? Bring him back, bring back Ray Park and let them do the whole, you know, duel of fates thing again. And bam, that would have been great. I would have had no problem with that, okay? I would have had no problem with Obi-Wan overcoming him, defeating him. But if they're trying to set up Moses Ingram uh, in this timeline, it makes no sense because the Jedi have not been seen for decade, decades. People with lightsabers are very far and few between. So much so that when Luke uh, meets with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Tatooine after the sand creatures attack him, right? After he meets with them, Obi-Wan has to explain to him what a yeah. lightsaber is. That yeah. See, 
I, I've watched, man, like like me, I've watched tons and tons of Star Wars throughout my entire life. Oh yeah, me so, too. And it seems like they're just using people who don't know this much about Star Wars. Like you need to bring in some consultants to say, no, this script ain't gonna work because of A, B, and C. Let's make some tweaks here. Let's change some things here. So yeah. if they have, okay, they wh what I think, and we gotta do, what we got to do is uh, uh, what 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 do we do when we fix it? When we fix oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's let's fix the Kenobi series. Yeah, let's fix it. That's what that we need. Be to the do. next podcast. Yeah, that should be the next podcast. Yeah. We need to fix the Kenobi series because it was broken, and yeah. I, I I think they should have took a cue from the comic books and said, okay, Obi Wan, while he isn't quite the Jedi he used to be, he still believes in standing up for people. And how about have him defeat some people, you know, maybe some of Jabba the Hutt's men are extorting some people for money. Yeah. Right? Have him defeat them, like the comic book. Have oh, have Jabba the Hutt send a bounty hunter to go get Obi-Wan Kenobi or kill whoever killed his men. And he doesn't reveal that he's a Jedi, but maybe Darth Maul senses that oh this might be Kenobi yeah. right and then him go after him you can really build to stuff like this without building to stuff like that right I, you, I you totally can... agree and and Darth Maul could have even been been a late reveal they, yeah. they could have had a had a plot established for let's say for the first three and a half episodes mm -hmm. and then just out of nowhere we see Darth Maul with his double lightsaber they Cause um, cause I had even read that this was supposed to play out like an old western, mm -hmm. and when there's established quality there, and they fail to take advantage of it, that was an old Clint Eastwood movie. It's one of the spaghetti westerns, mm -hmm. and he was pretty much a stranger in town. Yeah, and um, he he pretty much you know just just and um, you know he was always playing both sides. They could have easily done something similar to that. Have Obi Wan just kind of show up riding his space horse, and you know, just kind of just get in, just get involved because yep. he's a hero, like you said. And I could understand him being being rusty. You know, this has been ten years after Episode Three because Luke and Leia are about ten years old. Maybe he hadn't trained much. He hadn't been around other Jedi. But he wouldn't just lose all of his courage, I don't think. And I could see rust more so than cowardice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This yep. we definitely need to fix this one for the next podcast. All right, all right it's done. It's done. Sport Milk Family, you heard it here first. We're gonna fix yeah. Obi Wan. Next, you come. You get your ideas. I'm gonna get my idea. We're gonna fix this show. We're gonna fix definitely it. We're gonna fix gonna, it for the next episode. We're gonna fix it because it because yeah. it's broken. It's broken. It is. It oh, is yeah. broken. Tell you so, what, if any of the powers that be at Disney, Lucasfilm are listening, we are both available to to help write scripts, read scripts, give opinions, uh, cosplay, all that, all that. that that's it. I, look, I'll, I'll, I'll even look. I'll, I'll even give you all my ideas, and we'll we'll run through the storyboards because I got some great ideas i'll even show you that. some samples of my work but it, it's 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 got to be fixed we got to fix this because i don't I, I don't want star wars to go through a loss right like i don't want to lose star wars like we are a very 
we're very fortunate right now. We got so much content. Yeah. I I don't want it to go back to the 80s and early 90s, right? Where we didn't have content for 15, 16 years. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I I was saying that too. I, re, I remember I was talking to my buddy Eric. Hopefully Eric has listened to this this podcast. He he sent me an email one day. No, he, he sent me a link to the story of where Disney bought Lucasfilm. And I oh, was man. so excited. I was telling him he he agreed that we finally going to get some new content. We finally going to get some stuff. George Lucas doesn't have to sit on this forever. But hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yep. We might have been better off if this stuff just stayed in George's head. You know, he had some ideas that he didn't share, and we could just make up in our own minds how it how it ended. I, re- I remember being a little kid walking out of Return of the Jedi in mm-hmm. 1983, and this is this is before they added some of the new celebrations of the of the you know the 20th anniversary or the, this special edition. But they were all celebrating. You know, they they had burned Vader up, and and uh, <laughs> Luke looked over. And he saw the original Anakin, and he yeah. saw Obi Wan and, and Yoda's Force Ghost, and we all walked out of the theater into the blazing hot South Carolina sun, and I was happy. I was happy to make up in my mind where it went from there, and we had all of these nice books and all of this stuff mm-hmm. from the mid '80s on now with the you know Thrawn series and all these different things, and we might have been better off. Well, we surely would have been better off without seven, eight, and nine. Yep. The the um, Boba Fett series has been good. The Mandalorian has been good. Kenobi had a great episode six, but for the most part, the Disney Lucasfilm collaboration has been a failure. I would say it has. It 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 has it, been tenuous at best. I mean, we got some good stuff, right? Like we got the last season of Clone Wars yeah. on there. And I, I can't say it's all been bad. The, the stuff by Dave Filoni and John Favreau has been great. Right, yeah. so like the Mandalorian, phenomenal. Like I love Mandalorian season one and two, phenomenal. I, I, oh, yeah. you know that that season two finale is probably the best Star Wars we've gotten in a long time. Bad oh, Batch, yeah. Bad Batch was good. Uh, Clone Wars, uh, final season, uh, excellent. I just watched that the last couple episodes of that again recently. That stuff has been good. The, the live action stuff, the movies, uh, have been hit and miss. Uh, you all know how I feel about Boba Fett already. It was some good. It was some bad. But it was pretty, you know, average, somewhat mediocre. Uh, I think the, it might get Boba Fett slightly higher, maybe a half letter grade a little higher than that. But, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was yeah. just some things that I was like, ah, y'all could have worked on this a little bit more and it kind of got better. But it was okay. It was all right. Obi-Wan didn't like it at all. Those prequel movies, I have not liked them that much. Uh, Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie of the last decade. It's it just, yeah. to me, to me it is. It's the best Star Wars movie in the last decade. It, it yeah. lines up great. Saving Private Ryan in outer space. Yeah, basically that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. So that's, that's, kill everybody in the process. But yeah, I would, I would say Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One is definitely up there. But it's not. It, it doesn't have very much competition if you're looking at live action movies. Because well, well, I might say I liked Han Solo just 
about as much as Rogue One. Han Solo but, yeah. was good. Han Solo yeah. was good. I, I I was initially very hard on that, and that's because it came on the heels of the Last Jedi, and yeah. I was very <clears> harsh on it. And I've 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 since kind of walked back that comment, like ah. It's not as bad as I thought it was, especially seeing what we got now. It's just like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but, I, would, I would welcome but, that now. But you know what? I, I think it's not just a Disney issue. I think it's happening uh, quite a bit with a lot of studios. Uh, I haven't watched the new Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. I heard that wasn't that good. Uh, so I, I think we have a, a, a dark spot right now on writing. And, yeah. and that, that's got to become better. But anyway, man, we're <laughs> way beyond time. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, let's get this wrapped up for people uh, with with our recommendations for uh, what's on the shelf. So, Big Mike, what do you have on the shelf right now? Okay, on the shelf right now. Well, I would I would kind of flip it. I would say it's more of a recommendation. Okay. I was going to talk about the Top Gun earlier, but my recommendation is if you have not seen Top Gun, go check it out. And on the next episode, I'll try to give a quick Top Gun review in the right right before we we fixed the kenobi series okay so check out top gun if you get a chance all right so i have a couple uh for one i got uh one I, i've been uh going back i got hulu okay. so i've been watching something that's really been uh it's it's really i've really been enjoying this i've been watching brooklyn 99 okay so I, I don't know if you watch brooklyn 99 it is hilarious it's got and andy sandberg in it uh, Terry Crews, uh, Adrian Bauer. Uh, it is a hilarious show, man. I'm like okay. on season four. Uh, this is what I'm waiting on. This is what I've been watching uh, while I'm waiting on uh, Stranger Things 2. or the, okay. I'm sorry, Stranger Things season four, volume two, uh, which I hear is going to really break some hearts. And we got to do a Stranger okay. Things episode too. Oh, most definitely. I got to get caught up. I watched season one and thought it was awesome, but just never got back into it. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, you are, I, I oh, got to get into Things. You into some good stuff because I'm yeah. caught up. I am all there. But you got to get to where season four is. Man, you talking about good writing? Okay. I, I, If I was the head honchos at Marvel, I would be bringing on the Duffer Brothers to do uh for uh Marvel or Star Wars what uh the um guy who are the brothers who made Infinity War in game. Oh yeah. Um Yeah they did they did an awesome job. Those there, dudes, bro. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the Duffer brothers, man, they are awesome writers. They know their characters. They they do a phenomenal job. So you should do that. But in between waiting on Stranger Things season four, volume two uh, I've, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's hilarious. I can't recommend that more. And then also, I watched the movie, and it doesn't have superheroes in it. It's not a genre movie, but it's um, it's called Nobody. Okay. And it has uh, Bob Odekirk in it. I, I'm, I probably tore his name up. But it's, it's basically about a guy who retires from, like, the CIA, FBI, or whatever, and he has all these skills to kill people and hurt people. And he's in retirement and something happens that brings him out of retirement. That's all I got to okay. say. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, sure I've, I've heard of Bob Oldenkirk. I can't think of it. Wasn't he Saul? From yeah, say he's, yeah, Better Call Saul. Same guy. That's right. Yeah, I've, I've seen a trailer for that. That, 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 that. that looks real good. And I saw a trailer for Old Man with Jeff Bridges. I yeah, yeah. That's on my list. As well. 
Yeah, I want to watch that one too. So I'll, I'll definitely check that one out also. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah. that's about it. That's what I got on the shelf uh, for today. Uh, okay. I want to thank all of our listeners. Uh, you guys help us doing this. We're sorry, sorry, sorry. This taking us so long to get to another episode. That's mostly been me. So don't don't send any hate mail to Big Mike. <laughs> uh, you know, it's all been me. Don't send me hate mail either. Yeah, so please I, I don't want. Yeah. I, I, you right. know, I ain't even gonna read it, but you know, yeah. you know. Uh, but blame me. Don't blame Big Mike. Blame me. Uh, and if you guys want to give us any suggestions for future podcast episodes, you can reach out to us at Spoiled Milk Web on Twitter, or you can uh, email us at SpoiledMilkWeb at Gmail, or you can even follow us on our Facebook page of Spoiled Milk where we'll be happy to uh, connect with you guys and keep you in the know with all the things geek related. Again, I'm DJ with Spoiled Milk and giving it to my man, Big Mike. Okay, and I'm Big Mike with Spoiled Milk. Thanks a lot for your continued love and support. Uh, Thank you for checking out this episode. Please give us your opinions. What did you think about Doctor Strange and the Obi-Wan show? And what's, what's on your shelf? And give us some topics if you want us to cover things in the future. But until then, thanks a lot, and we are out.